Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Unqualified Talk. Um, before I get started with today's topic, I would like to get just a couple things out of the way. If I sound a little funky, it's my allergies. They are currently raging. I woke up in the middle of the night last night because my eyes were so itchy. It was horrible. And my skin, just my body was like so itchy. And I'm sure I was rubbing my eyes in my sleep. Anyways, you guys don't care. Um, second thing I would like to get or discuss before I start talking about today's topic is a big thank you to you guys. Um, I've been so excited to start this podcast and now that it's finally happening, it literally doesn't feel real. I know it's not like a big deal to some people, but to me it is. Getting a project started is always such a challenge for me. Um, just because finding the time to do it, uh, putting in the effort to actually like edit and get the content out for you guys. So I just wanted to say thank you, um, to those of you that decided to tune in and listen, and I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. With that being said, today we're going to be talking about college. Now, I know this doesn't apply to everyone, but I, I also will talk about how not going to college is also a great option. So bear with me here. Before I start, uh, I'll give you a little perspective. I'm entering my fourth year of college. I have five in total. I'm studying civil engineering at Oregon State University. Um, So yeah, I have some experience with college. (laughs) Um, So let's fast forward, or hello? Let's rewind to 2018, okay? I'm a junior in college. It's the summer. I'm going into my senior year, and my parents are kind of like, so where do you want to go? At that point, I I had decided I'm not playing volleyball. So that opened up a broad range of schools for me to look into. So my mom and I decided let's go on a road trip. So we started in Oregon, and we traveled up to Idaho, and that was our first stop. I believe we visited three schools here, um, University of Idaho and Idaho State, and then I can't remember, oh, Boise, duh, Boise State. I really liked these schools, they were cool. Honestly, all the schools I visited on this trip, I loved. Um, Boise State was one that I really could picture myself going to. If you've never checked it out, Uh, and you're looking at colleges, I really suggest that you check it out. It's beautiful there. Whatever. Okay, so I check out those schools. Then we mosey on over to Montana. I check out Bozeman and Missoula, the two bigger schools in Montana. Absolutely adore Missoula. I, or Montana is just beautiful, and I visited in the summertime, so obviously it's beautiful, but I also hate the cold, and I knew that it gets really cold there, but so far I had really enjoyed Boise and Missoula, the school in Missoula. I think that one is Montana State, not the University of Montana, but I could be wrong. So then we decide, all right, let's go to... Um, Utah. There was one school that I was really, really interested in in St. George called Dixie State. It was a brand new college, beautiful. 
Um, and they did have a volleyball team because that was still maybe an option. Um, but I absolutely fell in love with the school. It's dry heat there. You're about a couple hours. You're literally right on the border of Utah and Nevada. So Las Vegas ain't far, which was cool too, because, um, St. George is a dry, dry town, dry campus, um, which didn't really worry me at the time. Uh, but I just adored the school. You should also check that school out if um, you're looking at colleges. Anyways, also this was the trip that I got to go to where Napoleon Dynamite was filmed. Side note, I have a YouTube video on it if you want to check it out. Anyways, okay, so I come back from this trip. I'm like, all right, I don't know what school yet. I enter the fall of 2019 or I guess still 2018, but my senior year, and still don't know yet, I'm playing club volleyball, and this lady comes up to me, and she goes, hey, you're good at volleyball, I would love it if you came and checked out Lynn Bend Community College, where I coach, so this really put a kink in my plans on um, not playing a sport in college, Talked to my parents for a while, and they they gave me the advice of, well, you might regret it if you don't do it at all, but if you do it for a year and you like it, then obviously that was a great choice, and if you don't, you can just transfer. So I ditched everything, ditched my idea of going out of state, which was a blessing, and ended up at Lynn Benton Community College in Albany, Oregon, where I played volleyball for two years. So with that, obviously it was a community college, and I didn't ever get to experience dorm life. Now, I know people have mixed feelings on dorm life, and probably in the moment I would have hated it, but I will say a lot of my friends in college now um, met some of their closest friends through living in the dorm, co-ed dorms. And sometimes I get sad that I never really got to experience that, but I also, um, wouldn't give up the year, my first year of college that I had. Um, so yeah, I lived in an apartment with two girls, um, and we will talk about roommates later, don't worry. So yeah, I did two years at LB, I played volleyball for two years, um, COVID hit when I was a freshman, spring term, so I left and went home and then went back my second year and played during COVID, which was a whole nother story. And then I transferred to Oregon State, which is 15 minutes away in Corvallis, Oregon. And that's where I've been for this past year. And then that's where I'll be for the next two years. Okay, woo, now that I got the backstory out of the way. Um, let's talk about whether or not college is a good idea. And to do this, you kind of have to analyze yourself. As we all know, college is an expensive thing we all feel like we have to do to get a good job. And that's just not true. It is not true. My brother, for example, knew that he was not a school person. Not initially, but my parents knew. 
And they said to him, we're not going to let you go. And I think that really upset him at first, but um, now I know he, he is very happy he didn't go because he decided to do a trade. And trades are something I feel like aren't talked about enough. Um, in high school, when I was there, they talked about them a little bit, but it was kind of the expectation that you go to college, which I think is just not right. And also, in high school, I feel like it was preached that you go and you get a bachelor's degree, which I also don't agree with. Because an associate's, you can do many, many careers with just an associate's degree. So anyways, I, I'm ranting, but trade school. If you don't know what trade is, it's basically utilities, um, forestry, like mechanic, plumbing, Anything that basically you don't have to go to four years of school for, um, which is which is a really cool option for those that know themselves and know, you know what, school just ain't my thing. And obviously there is a little school involved in trade, but usually it's based on something that is actually interesting to you. Um, so if you are thinking about college, and feel a little bit uneasy about it because you know school just really ain't your jam, which is totally fine, I would highly suggest you look into trade. The programs are usually pretty short. I believe my brother, he did um, lineman school. I believe his was a three or four month program. And it was awesome for him because then he immediately started working and was making a lot of money right off the bat which is so, so cool. Um, also, community college. I could go on and on and on about how amazing community college is. And, you know, I used to get really frustrated in high school, especially when I decided that I was going to LB, and I would tell people I was going there, and their response was kind of like, eh. Like, I could tell they were kind of like, hmm. Like, Oh, okay. You know, like those things on TikTok where, like, the old, like, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like when old people see my ripped jeans. Like, oh, okay, sweetie. Like, that's that's what I felt like the response was when I said that I was going to community college. Like, I feel like I was getting shit on, basically, for going to community college, which just is not right. It's not right at all. And in fact, I was saving money and living better. Freaking Walmart. Yeah, I was saving money. I was getting paid to go to community college. Okay? So if finance is also a worry for you, I highly suggest to look into the community colleges within your state and area. Um, it was amazing. My first two years of college were absolutely free. Free of charge. Didn't pay a single dime. And like I said, they actually... I don't know why but I never questioned it, I would receive money from LB Community College. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that. Sorry, LB. But yeah, um, just, just don't let people shit on the idea of community college if that's something you're looking into. Because go to community, community college, get your associates, boom. You're ready to enter the workforce, baby. 
So, I guess I just wanted to talk about those because college is not for everyone and that is really, really okay. Like, that's the main thing I want to preach is that I, I don't want people in high school to graduate and feel like, well, my only option now is to go to college because that's just not, it's not true, okay? So, with that, if you decide college is what you are gonna do, um, it's hard to look into yourself and know yourself, but like, for me, example, as an example, um, in high school, I thought, there's no way in hell I'm staying in Oregon, I'm getting the F out of here, I, I'm just leaving, I'm going, and turns out, <laughs> I get really homesick, so I probably, the first two months I was down at um, LB, went home every weekend, if not every other, because, yeah, I just was not having it. The, the, the anxiety, a little depression was kicking in, and thank God I was only two hours away from home, or else that would have been a really, really scary time for me, scarier than it already was. Um, and with that, know that when you move away from home, and you're by yourself, and you don't know a lot of people, there's going to be some negative thoughts in your head. But I promise you, they go away, especially when you start meeting people, especially when you get comfortable in the area that you're in. They start to fade. They really do. And it can be a really scary thing. Um, I'm a big family person, and so not seeing my parents every day was really scary at first. I also should mention I was going through a break, like I had just broken up with my boyfriend that we had been dating my whole um, senior year of high school, and so I just felt really alone, and luckily for me, I had a whole volleyball team of girls that were really cool, and so I met a lot of friends, but I know that not everybody has that opportunity, and so take it upon yourself when you move to, to keep yourself busy especially when you first get there. That's the only way that um, you're going to meet a lot of people and, and just not sit with your thoughts in a dorm room. Because trust me, a lot of my friends went through that and it's, it's no fun. It really is no fun. Um, so on that topic, if you do dorm live, embrace embrace the having to sleep with a random stranger in another room embrace the grossness of the bathrooms just embrace it all because here's the deal when are you gonna get to live in a co-ed dorm or if it's not co-ed just a dorm in general ever again in your life after your freshman year most people make it one year in the dorm and they're like I'm out of here but like I feel that you should just make it the best because you're never ever going to do that ever again in your life, most likely. Maybe if you go back to college and you decide, hey, I want to live in the dorm with 18 and 19 year olds, okay, pop off, do that. But for the majority of people, you get one year of it. And yes, 
It will suck. There will be parts that suck. Dorm food will suck. There's no doubt in my mind that it will suck. But embrace it. Just, just embrace it. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, and on that topic, when you decide, hey, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to move out and find some roommates. Okay, so before I give some advice on some some roommate stuff, let me just explain my living situations um, the past three years. So like I said, I didn't live in a dorm, and I ended up living with two of my teammates in an apartment. And it was the first time I was really on my own, which is amazing. You get this, obviously when you're in high school and you're a senior, you feel like you have you know, some freedom, but you still live with your parents or whoever your guardian is for the most part. You still live with somebody. You still have somebody who will kind of pick up after you if you forget. But when you live by yourself, it's all on you. And for me, I've always been a very clean, organized person. So that really wasn't a surprise to me. I've always been pretty independent in my life. I would do... Okay, that's not true. My mom would do my laundry for me. Okay, okay. But now I do my own laundry. And obviously as a family, we do the dishes and whatever. But literally, you're solo when you move. And that wasn't hard a hard adjustment for me. But I know that for many of my friends and my roommates, that was something they never experienced before. And something that is always good to consider when you're living with other people is, yeah, you grew up one way, but nobody grows up the same way. Not everybody has someone who picks up after them, cleans their room for them when they know they're stressed. Like, not everybody has that luxury, okay? And so, this is something I wish I could go back in time and tell my freshman year self because... Let's be real. If if my roomies are listening, hi, I love you. I'm saying this only out of love, but it could get messy. It could get really messy. And at that time, I had really, really bad anxiety. And when things weren't clean, that made my mental health plummet even more. And so... To me, it made sense in my brain. If it's a shared space, you pick up after yourself. If it's your room, no worries. That's your space, your area. If you want it literally so dirty that you can't even walk around, go ahead and be my guest. I I could not care less because that's your space. But to me, a shared space is something and a place that everybody should be able to enjoy and you just have to pick up your stuff, okay? So I struggled with that a little bit and kind of let that get the best of me and cause anger and frustration, um, which then like led me to have a hard time just like wanting to be in my apartment or wanting to talk to the people who were creating the mess, if that makes sense. Um, 
Now, how you go about a messy roommate is really hard. It's really hard. Um, because honesty and telling someone you're a dirty bitch, clean up after yourself, <laughs> it's a struggle at 18 years old, 19 years old. Like, I, I'm confrontational in some things, but, um, I also get really discouraged when I've already said it and I feel like I have to keep saying it. Um, that's something that's always been really hard for me. And so one way to cope with that is once again to tell yourself, well, this is not my forever home. I'm here for max a year. Like, I just have to let it go. And that's something I finally learned this year after living with four boys. And I will get to that. But I just wish I could go back in time and tell my freshman year self to not let a messy house stress me out. Because it did. And and then, like I said, the stress just turns to frustration. And one thing that um, I know some people try... And it doesn't always work, but a chore wheel or a list of or a list of things. Um, another good thing would to be to say to your roommates, "Hey, you know what? I I have some things that I would like to discuss with you guys regarding the home or apartment that we live in. Is there any way we could all just like sit down and have a have a discussion?" Um, and kudos to roommates that change after a first meeting but usually that doesn't happen unfortunately but then again that's where you remind yourself okay I only have to deal with this for so long and there are just bigger bigger issues to be worried about so I end my freshman year because of COVID um I it's spring break it's March we're going home and all of a sudden, we're hearing about this virus, which was a really scary time um, for everyone. And I would love to do a whole episode on, on COVID and just the effects that it's left on people. But so I go home for spring break and end up not coming back for months. And this was just a really hard time because we didn't, my friends and I didn't know that was the last time. I remember sitting in my apartment before it was happening and my friend saying, oh, it's okay, we'll be back like in a month. It'll probably all work out. And me being, not the pessimist, but me being the way I am, I just sat there and smiled and was like, well, you know what, guys, it might be a little longer. Because I knew, and my mom and I both knew, that this was going to be something we, as a nation, we're going to, and a world, we're going to be dealing with for a long time. We still are. So I go home, I finish my spring term at home, and it's it's summer, and um, come September, it's, it's time to move back down. So um, I, I'm no longer in the apartment, and I end up living with one of my best friends um, from volleyball, just us two in a house. This was a blessed time let me tell you okay so because there were two of us we were we were on the same wavelength and you know this girl Tay Tay she she knew my struggles the year before 
with with roommates and and just living and dealing with you know all the things you deal with as a freshman in college because it, it, it there's a lot trust me there's just so much and she knew and so with that said she knew you know what it helps if I just pick up my stuff and the shared space for Emily because I I know that her mental health sometimes depends on what surrounds her and so it was a really, really enjoyable year for me um, with her. And we were home all the time because of COVID. Uh, school was all online. So I would literally leave the house to go to volleyball practice, come back and just be at home, do my school. She worked and would come home and we would just hang out all day, watch movies. Um, and having someone like that during COVID because I had just spent a long time with my family, which was amazing. Um, but getting to spend a full year uh, and get really close with someone was a really cool experience. And that's something I would never, never take back. I I really, really enjoyed my sophomore year. Even though we were in literally the middle of a pandemic, I felt like I was good mentally. Um, the house was a vibe. It was, it was just really cool. Not much to say there, roommate-wise. Like, I, I was having a good time, okay? So then I go back. I come back every summer, if, if we didn't catch that. Um, I come back every summer back to my hometown. So uh, it's the end of summer. We're going into my junior year. And I was supposed to live with the girl from before and another um, one of my best friends, Sid. And that ended up not working out. And that was really hard for both of them. I know. That was really hard on them. And it was sad for me as well. But I also knew um, that they would be okay. And that we would still see each other all the time. Because that's always a concern. Um, When you don't get to live with your friends. It's like, well, am I going to get to see you? And have I, I have a boyfriend. I've... We've been together almost two years now, and a whole nother episode can be on relationships, but something I take really seriously is time management with my friends and my boyfriend, because in high school, um, I saw a lot of people let their friends slip away because of a, of a male figure, and dude, girls before bros, always, all right? Your girls are your homies for life, all right? And so that was just really important to me. And I think they were a little nervous because I was, I ended up living with my boyfriend. And uh, yeah, I would be nervous too if I was in their shoes. But it ended up working out totally fine. So I move into this five bedroom house. There's six of us in total, four boys who all grew up with me and um, my other best friend from high school. So it was hard. And let me tell you why. I lived in a basement. I get very, very bad seasonal depression, which then causes my anxiety to go through the roof. So I come back. I'm ready. I, I, I've got two years under my belt. I kind of know what's up. But it was a little different because we COVID was still happening. We wore masks for the first semester, but but then it, you know, it drifted and 
and we kind of just went back to normal, which I hated. But anyways, um, so yeah, I moved into the basement with my boyfriend and there was no sunlight. That was my bad. I shouldn't have picked, <laughs> I shouldn't have picked that room. That was totally my bad, but it was what I had to deal with for a year. And um, it was kind of like this dark hole that was a great place for negative thoughts to start working in my brain. Okay, so every year when I move back, usually I go through this um, little spell of depression and anxiety. And so I actually decided that I'm going to get back on my medication. And that helped immensely. But something that was really, really triggering to my anxiety was my OCD of things being clean. Um, if you don't know what OCD is, it's obsessive compulsive disorder. And I have really bad OCD when it comes to things being clean and my own thoughts. I get stuck on thoughts and just continue thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking about them. When I see something dirty, I have to immediately clean it, even if it's not my mess. Because if it stays there, it will bug me. My brain will focus on it. And until it's gone, I will stress about it and get really frustrated by it. So as you can imagine, I lived with four boys. If you guys are listening, hi, I love you. But you are messy. Um, so my other roommate, Maggie, um, we're kind of the same way. We like our stuff clean, organized, and we believe that a shared space, people should pick up after themselves, okay? So we move in. We kind of set the standard. I'm not afraid to be straight up with these boys, and nor is Maggie, and we kind of just say like, hey, you guys. We're, we're the girls, but that doesn't mean we're your mothers. Pick up after yourselves. This didn't work. <laughs> this didn't work at all, okay? The, the place was, it was gross. And it probably wasn't gross to them, but to Maggie and I, it was. And it really bothered us. Um... And, you know, we tried, we did chore lists, we did tons of different things. But then, um, at one point, I, I, I remember going, calling my parents, ranting, raging, like, I can't take it, I don't know what to do, um, it's just causing me so much anxiety, and, um, I did the same thing to my friends, and it was, it was one time when I was talking to two girls that, um, I just recently, I've known them for a couple years, but just recently became very, very close with them. Live in Erin, and they've lived with so many different people. Been in the same house, but have lived with lots of different people. And I was kind of ranting to them, and I, I think it was Erin who stopped me and was like, dude, you have to let it go. You just have to let it go. Like, this is not the way your home will be in the future. And you just have to understand that not everybody is on the same wavelength as you. And it took me a couple weeks to really let that sink in. And yeah, there were still some things that would piss me off when I would see them. But I really do think that that helped me understand, like, 
Not everyone's brain is the same as yours. Not everybody gets triggered by messiness. Like, that's just something you have to learn to deal with and figure out ways to get those thoughts and emotions to stop. Because if that's the way someone wants to live, that's fine. And then it just got to a point where before when I would do the dishes, I would just be full of rage. I would I would slam shit. That that's how bad it was getting. And then it got to a point that when I was cleaning things, I I was almost in a zen. And I was just like, well, no one else is going to pick it up. It's the only I'm the only person that gets really bothered by it. And it's not that I mind cleaning because I'm the type of person who if you're going to clean something and you don't do it the right way, I'll just do it myself. <laughs> Reminds me of the TikTok. TikTok, that's fine. I'll do it myself. That's how I feel when it comes to cleaning. Like if you aren't going to do it right, then just step out of the way and I'll do it. <laughs> and it doesn't even bug me. Um, because my boyfriend is one of like, he's so sweet and he tries his best, but it just has to be done a certain way for me. I'm a perfectionist at heart. Like that, that's really what it comes down to. And so, um, I realized that and you know what? I just let it go. I let it go. And thank God I did because it would have been a miserable last half of the year if I if I let that shit um kind of just nip at me if that makes sense um and with that something that I've learned to just from living with other people is sometimes you are just not meant to live with someone even if it's your best friend sometimes it's not worth it because before, when I would communicate to roommates that what they were doing in the shared space upset my feelings and they kind of ignored it or just didn't even realize, then it would make me not want to like hang out with them in the apartment or outside of it just because I was so angry that they couldn't just pick up their stuff. And that's when you know that you are not compatible with roommates. When living with someone starts to affect the friendship that you've already established, that's when you know, okay, we are not meant to live together and that's okay. And for me, it's really hard for other people to understand that sometimes and explain that to them. But I care so deeply about my friendships and want to do all that I can to preserve them. And if that means that I can't live with you, then I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart. It's not that I'm like, trying to be vicious or, you know, show you that you're a shit roommate because you don't clean up your stuff. Like, I don't want to live with you. That's not it at all. It's more that I want us to be able to still be friends and not hate each other because of the way we lived. And that's something everyone should really, really think about is compatibility with people. It's really funny. I'm next year, um, I may as well just tell you my living arrangements next year. I am living in a five-bedroom, six-bath house with uh, three awesome girls and two dudes, and I am so stoked. Let me tell you, I've gotten really into Zodiac and astrology lately, 
And we loved, my friend has this book that um, you can read about people as roommates. So we did that for every single person. And it was awesome because we were all there and they said, yep, that's the way I am. Yep, that's something I do. I will work on that. Like being open and honest is the is the best way to enjoy your living situations in college. And it's just, it drives me nuts that people don't just communicate that because just talking about it and not like doing petty shit is the best way to like seriously enjoy your time. Um, so with that said, like know yourself, know your weaknesses and, and know others and, and talk to people about others and, and ask yourselves and them, like, do you think this is gonna, do you think this is gonna work out? Do you think we can still like have a good solid friendship and live together? Because honestly, the friendship is worth more than than ruining it over the way someone chooses to live in a house. Like, that's just something that I want to preach to you guys is just be open and honest. Because that's how you're that's how you're gonna make the best of it. Now, that was kind of oh, something I wanted to add. Like I said, people grow up different. People have different habits. Don't let other people's habits, um, what's it called, like kind of seep into your own. Um, that's something that I've become really conscious of. I've um, recently just done a lot of mental health work and am at a really good point in my life mentally and and I'm just trying to be really positive. And so I guess what I'm saying is if you have somebody who you live with that has some negative habits or negative thoughts that start leeching and trying to make their way into your life, communicate that to them and tell them, hey, you know what? I, I'm at a really good point. Here, I, I'm I'm be trying to be really positive with myself, and I, I want to be able to help you feel the way I feel, but I can't let that stuff, of, like, I can't let your actions and your thoughts and then the way that you talk to me, you know, cause negativity in my life, and, and that's okay to say, and, and it's not out of spite, it's just, it is what it is, and and you can always say, like, I I want you to feel the way that I feel. Like, I want you to be able to be positive and happy in your life. And so that kind of leads into the partying versus school. And that's what kind of what I mean by habits. Um, so I had my partying days, I think, when I was a freshman and sophomore. And um, a lot of people around me still really like to party all the time, constantly. But for me, it's come down to, I'm paying so much money to attend this university. My classes will always come first. And that that's not the same for everyone. And so when you have roommates who choose the other path of, well, you know what, partying's coming before school for me. 
that can be a struggle. That can really be a power struggle, especially when I'm the type of person I go to bed at 10 o'clock at the latest, 11. And so it can be really hard when people are in your house living it up, partying, drinking, getting rowdy. And this is something that's really hard um, to set boundaries on because you both share it. You know, you both live in the same place. Um, But once again, it comes down to communication. I just feel like roommates and living with other people in college, like you have to be willing to talk things out. Because if not, hatred and frustration will build up in both of you. And that never turns out well. Ever. Ever. So, um, if you're not on that school comes first wave, that, I kind of, I don't want to tell you so, tell you to reevaluate, but maybe reevaluate. (laughs) Because that's what you're there for. And trust me, when you put school first, you will actually have more time to party. When you get your shit done during the week, turn in your assignments, then the weekend can actually be a time that you can enjoy yourself and not have to worry about the assignment that you procrastinated on and you're drunk at 9, 9 p.m. and now you now you can't write your essay. And I see that happen a lot and um, it causes me stress. Like, I can't imagine um, just not having my shit done and choosing to party that would just, it would drive me nuts. But for some people, for some people, no worries, no worries, I got it. Um, So just understand too, like, school costs a lot of money, and you don't want to fail classes. And it's really hard to fail classes when you just, like, you won't fail class if you put in the effort. You won't. And even if you're struggling, reach out to your professor. Like, Majority of the time, they want you to succeed, and just know that just know that you have all the rest of your life too to enjoy those things and and hang out with friends. Even though college is is the stereotype of this is where I go effing nuts, like that's you're there for school. Period. Point blank. Like that's all I have to say on that. Um. Yeah. I I guess now that I've kind of gotten through some of that stuff, I guess the main takeaways I want for you guys to have is um, know yourself, know what's going to work for you. Um, something that I'm, I'm really glad happened to me is, is the in-state route because I always knew it but didn't really... I was being ambitious. I was thinking, yeah, I'll move out of state, love my life, it'll be great. And and honestly, I don't know. I would be fine. I would be where I'm at. But the struggles I dealt with, um, it was really nice being able to come back to a good support system. And when it comes to roommates, communicate. Be honest. Be open. When something's bugging you, Tell them, don't let it, don't let it eat at you because that's just only going to make the situation worse and go to your roommates and say, it's okay to be vulnerable. Tell them, what am I, what's something I'm doing that you guys would like me to work on or change? 
Like, it's okay to look into yourself, too, and not just put the blame on everyone else. And as for school, you can party. No worries. No worries. But you are there for school. And try try to put that first, always. It, it may not always work out, but um, if you just put in the time and effort, it will pay off and you will have time to have a social life. You will have time to work, to party. Like, it it will happen for you. I promise. And with that, um, I kind of just wanted to share some of my favorite memories from college. Just a couple. Um, one being from this year. Uh, Corvallis is about 45 an hour to the beach, the Oregon coast. And some of my favorite memories from this year were actually driving with a bunch of friends and just going and hanging out on the beach all day in the sun. Um, we did it once, like, earlier, and then for my birthday, that was all I wanted. I wanted all my closest friends to come and hang out with me on the beach, and they did. And it was amazing. And if 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 you're struggling to find friends or reach out to people join a club, go walk around on campus, and, and just go talk to someone in your classes. It drives me nuts when I sit next to someone, and, and I, and they don't want to talk to me. I'm like, come on, I'm so cool, and I'm sure you're really cool. Like, let's just start a conversation. Like, let's put our phones down and start a conversation. Anyways, I'm ranting now off of the beach, but just put yourself out there, because there will be someone that will love you and enjoy a friendship with you. I promise. I can promise you that. Um, so yeah, get out there and go do stuff. Another one of my favorite memories in total is basically my freshman year. Um, being on my own in an apartment, even though there were struggles, there were also, there was also so much good in it. Um, just being able to live with girls in your own space is such an amazing feeling. Like it's like it's like living with your your best friends all the time. Um, and the memories I have from there, I have, I had this red velvet couch, okay, and these two chairs that were in this apartment, and they were absolutely amazing. They were they were so hideous, but literally some of the comfiest couches ever. And, um, this is actually kind of, like, not a great story, but I remember just sitting in there with a bunch of girls, laughing our asses off, probably, who knows what it was, and Taylor, one of my good friends, bangs her head back, and there was a nail in the chair, and she, her head, she's like, oh my god, am I bleeding? There was a little bit of blood, but it was okay, but it was just, like, I will forever and always have that, because... We just started laughing. We were cracking up. We couldn't believe it. I'm sure we were drinking at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just a lot of good memories from being a freshman and being able to drink like no other and um, not getting the hangovers that I do now. Also, um, don't take that for granted. Don't take not getting hangovers for granted because it will happen to you. It will. I promise. Um, 
yeah, I could share so many other memories with you guys, but they're really not the same unless you were there. So I, I guess I'll wrap up by saying I hope that you were able to take something away from this. Um, I didn't add when I was reviewing that if college isn't for you, that's, that's okay. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't be successful or you can't have a good life or have money if you don't go to college because that's just not, that's not true at all. I know so many people that didn't go to college and love their lives and are making just enough money and you know what? They knew themselves and they knew that that wasn't going to be the right path for them and, and that's okay. And if you go to college and you fail, all right, reevaluate and say, do I want to, do, do I think I can stick this out? Or do I do I think that I need to go find something else? Like, that's okay as well. So with that said, thank you so much for listening if you made it through. Um, this was a really fun topic that I've wanted to talk about for a while. And I'm just really excited to share um, some more fun things with you guys. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool, especially to hear your guys' responses. Um, with that said, on Instagram, I have uh, both a main account and a account for my podcast. My podcast account is at Unqualified Talk. I will be posting um, polls for you guys to vote on what you want to hear next. Let you know when new episodes are coming out. And then if you want to follow my main, it's at em.ily104. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you guys in uh, next week's episode. Bye!